Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 14, verse 26 says, When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a ghost. And they cried out for fear. Now, I would imagine that by this time, uh, these men were very, very tired. I mean, they'd been battling the storm for such a long time. Like us, when Jesus finally did show up, it was difficult for them to recognize him. They were simply lost in the storm all around them. What should have brought them joy and peace, instead brought them apprehension and fear. I think this generally happens when we're not really looking for him, and more, when we aren't looking for him to show up well anytime. In their weariness and fear, the boys failed to recognize him. They cried out, believing they were seeing a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them, saying, Cheer up, it is I, don't be afraid. But Jesus, ah, you know, no matter how bad the situation might be, there is always that, isn't there? But usually, (laughs) that's the last place we look for our rescue. Jesus speaks to them to calm their spirits. He assures them it is him and tells them that the results should be uh, from his presence, do not and be afraid. Now Peter answered him and said, verse 28, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the waters. Now why would Peter ask such a thing? We may not know totally until heaven when we can ask him. Maybe he just wanted to experience the power of God in himself. Perhaps he just wanted to be close to Jesus while in the midst of the storm. Either way, both of these reasons are certainly understandable. Verse 29, he said, come. Peter stepped down from the boat, walked on the waters to come to Jesus. Now what an incredible verse. Jesus gives the answer herein that he gives always to someone who is genuinely seeking him. He reaches out and says, come. Now we need to notice the staggering awesomeness of these words. I mean, people tend to move so quickly on to the next words and focus on Peter's shortcoming and his failure. But let us recognize that here in this verse, Peter walked on the water. It seems, well, one can do just about anything if they really want to get to Jesus. Verse 30 says, But when he saw the wind was strong, he was afraid. When he began to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Ah, oh, but even now the testing was not complete. Even though Jesus had arrived on the scene, the storm still continued. And that's an important point. Because apparently, if we look at this passage, we can see clearly that Jesus and storms can be present at the same time. And that is a theologically spiritual, important issue to understand. 
Everything seems to be okay until Peter took his eyes off of Jesus and put them instead upon the storm. That was the moment he began to sink. Are you sinking today? The reason we sink is fear. The text tells us that Peter was afraid. In a world that we live in today, well, all of us can easily understand what Peter was feeling. Verse 31 says, Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand, took hold of him, and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, 1 John 4 18 tells us there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has punishment. He who fears is not made perfect in love. Jesus reaches out and catches Peter. That is an awesome picture of our Lord's mercy and his grace and his compassion. Some of his children are hungry. They need to be fed. But some are close to drowning in the midst of the storm. They just need to be rescued. Jesus asked Peter why he doubted. Peter, was it, was it the feeding of the 5,000 with virtually nothing? Or was it the healing of the crippled man? Or the bringing to life the dead girl? Which, which one of my miracles caused you to doubt, Peter? They got into the boat, verse 32. The wind ceased. Now I cannot help but imagine the scene at that moment. In my mind's eyes, the chaos stopped in a moment's time. Everyone sitting there in the boat, still, water dripping off their noses. My mind's eye pictures the sun coming out as everyone sat in a stunned silence. All of the fear, all of the questions, all of the confusion, all coming to a screeching halt a moment's time. Perhaps we could say, in the twinkling of an eye. Verse 33 says, Those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, You are truly the Son of God. So they worshipped him because they recognized his power, his sovereignty, and his care. Do you recognize that today? Verse 34 says, When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. When the people of that place recognized him, they sent into all the surrounding region, they brought to him all who were sick. And they begged him that they might just touch the fringe of his garment, and as many as touched it and made it whole. So the people apparently only needed to touch him and they were healed. Perhaps you are today fighting the wind or the waves, maybe that feeling that you're surely going to drown. Perhaps you're even genuinely attempting to get to Jesus, but you're sinking. What made Peter's situation special? I mean, why were these in verse 36 saved? It appears that in both cases, each one of them, all of them, were at the end of their rope. He or she was finished, powerless, and desperate. Peter cried out. Those who were sick begged him. They were broken. Are you? 
Take it to Jesus. Jeremiah 17, 14 says, Heal me, O Yahweh, I will be healed. Save me, I will be saved. For you are my praise. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Thank you.